Muli Blanji from the Windy City, this is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 2nd of March 2023. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Happy Martyrs Day! The 3rd of March is observed as Martyrs Day, a public holiday in Malawi. This means that locals will have an extended weekend starting Friday the 3rd till Sunday the 5th. Martyrs Day honors political heroes who gave their lives in the struggle against British colonialism. And a lot of people usually watch theater performances that depict the life of one of the country's most celebrated freedom fighters, John Chalimbwe. If you're in Blantyre, you can watch a theater performance at Jacaranda Cultural Center on Friday the 3rd. You can read more on Martyrs Day and the theater performance from our show notes. Now, many people in Blantyre had a dramatic morning after the police had a shootout with armed robbers at Chichiri Shopping Complex at around 10 a.m. on Monday the 27th near Keza Complex. Eyewitnesses told local media that robbers started shooting at the police while trying to get away and the police retaliated and shot back at them. The robbers were trying to rob a bank within the vicinity, but the police were tipped off by anonymous individuals and they started following the vehicle in a civilian car and attire. The eyewitnesses said many shots were fired and that the robbers were all shot in the legs to stop them from running after they tried escaping their car. Later on, Sergeant Aubrey Singanima the deputy police publicist for Blantyre Police said detectives from Special Police foiled the attempted heist. He said the officers shot and apprehended the suspects, but did not mention how many they were. However, eyewitnesses confirmed that there were six. Singaniyama said that the suspects were driving a car with fake registration plates, and around 3 p.m., a local media house revealed that the six armed robbers were using toy guns and machetes. They were linked to six other robberies within the southern region. Superintendent Peter Kalaya, the spokesperson for the National Police, alleged that the six mounted a roadblock in Thilo and robbed two businessmen of four million kwacha, about $4,000, in two spate incidents. Now, the oldest of the robbers was aged 52 and the youngest was 32. He said that robbers are facing four counts of robbery, attempted robbery, conspiracy to commit a robbery, and being found in possession of offensive weapons. Some filing stations in some parts of the country have no petrol. Local media reported that gas stations in Blantyre, Wazuzu, Mangochi, and Lelongwe have gone days without any fuel supply. There are also rumors that oil companies received communication to prioritize deliveries in major cities. On Wednesday the 1st, Fatina Konje, the Public Relations and Consumer Affairs Manager from Malawi Energy Regulatory Authority, said that the inflows are not at the most optimal level, but assured that fuel consumption and deliveries are still ongoing. There are fears that the country will experience another shortage, as was the case last year. Now, people are unable to travel from Makanjira to Mangochi following news that two bridges along the stretch were washed away on Wednesday the 1st. Now, one of the affected bridges is the Lelore Bridge, which wasn't a shocker to many, because the bridge was temporarily patched up after it was damaged by a cyclone about two years ago. However, some people are shocked to hear that the Lugola Bridge was affected too. This means that medical services requiring referrals to Mangochi District Hospital are currently halted. In addition to that, local media reported that relief aid materials such as maize that the Department of Disaster Management officers was delivering to the Makanjira village are stuck in the district commissioner's office. Now, there are fears that people could lose their lives due to hunger and cholera, and many people have called for quick action. But on Tuesday the 28th, the Department of Disaster Management Affairs revealed that over 27,000 had been affected by disasters in the country. Chipiliro Kamola, the spokesperson for the department, also said that over 60 people have been killed and over 200 people have been injured.
Gerald Viola, the former deputy chief executive officer for the National Food Reserve Agency, or NRFA, was given a three-year suspended sentence. But in 2020, the Anti-Corruption Bureau arrested Viola for awarding a contract to Missy's Trading, a company owned by businessman Crispin Chingola, to supply 10,000 metric tons of maize worth 3.3 billion kwacha, over $3 million, to the NFRA. Viola awarded the contract without involving the Internal Procurement and Disposal of Assets Committee. On, men's, on Monday the 27th, the Principal Resident Magistrate Court in Lilongwe handed the three-year suspended sentence and handed Chingola a three-year suspended sentence as well, after finding him guilty of influencing a public officer to misuse a public office. Now, the entertainment industry had a terrible start to the week, following news that Lemekazani Fury had died. Fury was one of the country's first and best sound engineers. Now, his brother, Jose, confirmed the news and said Fury passed away in India where he had gone to receive medical attention. He did not share what Fury was suffering from. On Thursday the 2nd, local media reported that Fury's remains would arrive on Thursday the 2nd through Kamuzu International Airport in Lilongwe. He is expected to be laid to rest on Saturday the 4th at St. Peter's Cemetery in Area 3 in Lilongwe. Now, a lot of people, especially music organizers and music artists, have been sharing their condolences on social media and a lot of them said that the industry has taken a huge hit and will take a while to recover. And the media industry also mourned the loss of McFarlane Memboe, who died on Thursday the 23rd. Memboe was a journalist who came to the limelight during the 2019 tripartite elections period. At a press briefing with the Malawi Electoral Commission, Memboe commented on Jay and Ansa's earrings. Ansa was the commission's chairperson at the time, and a clip of him doing this went viral on social media, as many people found it funny. Reports indicate he died of a sudden death after he collapsed at work at the Malawi Liverpool Welcome Trust while making a presentation. Many people paid tribute to him on social media, and a lot of peers described him as an outstanding journalist and political activist. Veteran artist Dan Liu was dragged on social media after he and veteran music producer Tavs Bandawe released a video snippet of Dan Liu's unreleased single titled Take My Body. On Thursday the 23rd, Dan Liu released a minute-long video where he and Bandawe sang the song and make vulgar gestures corresponding to the sexually explicit lyrics. While the majority of his fan base shamed him for this, others said sexually vulgar music is not new to Malawans and should not draw negative attention. On Tuesday the 23rd, Bandawe took to his Facebook page to apologize for the clip. Part of the post said he should have known better since he's in the music industry for a long time, and he emphasized the song was not meant to offend anyone and apologized unreservedly to those he had offended. He also said he had no ill will towards Dan Liu and described him as a brother and a wonderfully talented artist. Now, players and supporters of Nyasa Big Bullets are celebrating the club's new sponsorship deal. On Tuesday the 2nd, the First Capital Bank revealed that they have given Nyasa Bullets a sponsorship package of 525 million kwacha, over $500,000 for the next three years. Speaking at the unveiling ceremony on Wednesday the 1st at the Amrelis Hotel in Blantyre, Spiridon Gorgopos, the CEO of the First Capital Bank Chief Executive Officer, said the gesture is an expression of the bank's commitment to promoting football in the country. And that's it. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at malawi at rorschach.com. Bitani buino.